0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez, and I know it's been a week since Swoop Radio's last episode, but so much has happened in the NBA that it is podcast time. Um, For those, before we get started, you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez, a sports and mental health podcast on the Anchor app. Also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Overcast, Bleaker, and many other uh, podcasting platforms. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez online. Or you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram at Swoop Radio underscore. Or on my personal account at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z. But to kick off today's show... We are going to talk about the NBA playoffs because obviously the second round matchups are pretty much set in stone. I know the Warriors and Rockets, they play game five tonight. Uh, they look to solidify their uh, their first round wins. I know the Jazz avoided the sweep the other day and the Warriors look, have been looking really good since their, uh, since they blew a 31 point lead in game two of the first round between the Warriors and the Clippers. But last night, the Sixers, Raptors, and Trailblazers all ended all ended their series, all ended their first round series at four to one. We'll start with the Sixers and the Nets. This game was pretty much over from the start. The Sixers jumped to a 14 to nothing lead to start the game. And Bede had 23 points, 13 rebounds, and led the charge in just 20 minutes of action. Uh, Ben Simmons, again, classic Ben Simmons, ever since Game 1 where Jared Dudley caught him out. Simmons had 13 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists in just 27 minutes. Harris and Reddick each put up more than 10 points, and it was just a balanced effort. Once the Sixers won Game 4, the way how they did, Jimmy Butler getting ejected, Joel Embiid fouling Jared Allen hard. Jared Dudley had the final say in that, pushes Embiid. Butler comes in, pushes Dudley. Butler and Dudley end up getting ejected in game four, but Mike Scott hit a clutch three-pointer as the Sixers won game four, and that was pretty much the end of the series. Now transitioning to the other game, the Toronto Raptors defeated the Orlando Magic 115-96. Ever since their game one victory, Toronto has just steamrolled the Magic. Uh, they, they took two on Orlando. Um, Leonard had 27 points. He also had over 30 points. In uh, game four. And Leonard only shot 11 shots in the game. So Kawhi Leonard was efficient. And just dominant from start to finish. And the Raptors will take on the 76ers in the second round. And that should be a great series folks. If you're looking for instant television. You got it right there. The Denver Nuggets defeated the Spurs 108-90. They are now up three games to two. I think that series will go seven. The Spurs and Greg Popovich are great well-coached team, Um, and the last team that ended up advancing to the second round, that is the Portland Trail Blazers. Damian Lillard had 50 points in this game, including the game-winning three over Paul George, and you want to talk about clutch. Damian Lillard is clutch for us. Paul George had a great game. He had 36 points. Westbrook had 14 assists, but what it came down to in the end was Damian Lillard's clutch ability and again, this is now Russell Westbrook's third straight season where he is exited after the first round. And this is really it's really concerning. He had 29 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists, but he really struggled. He shot 35% from the field, 36% from three, and he's he really struggled in this series. In the losses in the series, Russell Westbrook shot the ball terribly. And again, as great as a player Russell Westbrook is, so many people are going to criticize him because in the postseason, he has a tendency of being too aggressive. taking too many shots, work too many shots. Efficiency, you need to be not only a great scorer, but you need to be an efficient scorer, especially in the postseason. And if it's taking you 30 shots to get the 30 points. It's not impressive at all, but Damian Lillard was just lights out from start to finish. He had 32 points in the first half, and Damian Lillard's final stat line, 50 points, 10 three-pointers made in 18 attempts, seven rebounds, six assists, and he really took on the challenge this year. Last year, the Trail Blazers got swept by the New Orleans Pelicans, and you can tell this year that they came with vengeance and they came to play this year. They did not want to be embarrassed like they were last year. Whereas OKC, it's it's same year, a different year, same story. Last year, it was their up when the Jazz upsetted the Oklahoma City Thunder in the first round when they had mellow. The Thunder had a great season. Paul George was playing like an MVP level. He played like an MVP last night, dropping again, 36 points. But what it came down to, again, Russell Westbrook not getting the job done when his team needs him. And this is now his third straight year that the Thunder have been eliminated from the first round. And I think something needs to change from, from the team. They seem to lack identity in this in this series. And honestly, they should have won this series. They, have, they are the more talented team. Uh, Paul George is more talented than C.J. McCollum. I will be honest with that. Um, I think Steven Adams down low, like Portland does not even have their center Nurkic, And I thought Steven Adams should have been used more in that series. But again, the Thunder just lack the identity and they lack the, they just lack something in the team. Something's just off for them. And this is why they are exiting again for the third time for third straight time in the first round. But, for your Eastern Conference, all the matchups are set. The Boston Celtics they swept the Pacers on on Monday night. Same with the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis had four over forty points, and now you have the Bucks and the Celtics. The Celtics right now seem to be hitting on the right stride. And I will tell you guys, I will I will give you guys my predictions later this week before the games get started. But I'm really, if I'm a Bucks fan, I would be nervous of these Boston Celtics team. This Boston Celtics team. Kyrie's clicking on all cylinders, and Gordon Hayward's starting to get hot. Um, Watch out, folks. Tatum and Al Horford, like, this team is playing their best basketball at the right time. And they may be a four seed, and they may have been overlooked all season, but this is the team that was supposed to come out of the East, the favorite to come out of the East uh, in the start of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave the Bucs a very tough time and a run for their money. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. Again, search Josh Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on the web. You can check me out on all the listening and all the listening podcasting platforms. But as we transition to the Stanley Cup, because obviously a couple of game sevens were played, uh, the Las Vegas Golden Knights had a two to nothing uh lead against the San Jose Sharks, but the San Jose Sharks. Came roaring back and won in overtime, four to three, and they will advance in the in the NHL playoffs. And <clears throat> this is why I think playoff hockey is one of the best ever. Because obviously we, we all know that the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I'm laughing just trying to get started with this team. They go from tying an NHL record for most wins in a season, most points in a season, to getting swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets, an 8-seed. They didn't even win a playoff game. What a disappointment for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And if you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, you got to be sick to your stomach. But the other Game 7, Boston Bruins, they upset the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-1. That was a beatdown from start to finish. Um, But the second round matchup, we have one more game seven tonight. It'll be the Capitals and Hurricanes. I think the Capitals will take advantage and win. But you have the Bruins versus the Blue Jackets in the second round. You have the Dallas Stars versus the St. Louis Blues. You have the Colorado Avalanche versus the San Jose Sharks. And it should be a very good Stanley Cup playoffs. But um, that was a quick little hockey update because I know hockey does not get as much love. Um, On the sporting world Um, And continuing with The MLB You want to talk about really struggling The Phillies bullpen has been awful The Phillies pitching has been awful in general But I'm just This season I'm going to the game (laughs) I'm going to go to the game tomorrow night So I'm excited I'll keep you guys posted on that one But I'm just shocked that Damian Lillard just literally hit a 37 foot Buzzer beater for the win, and he got the last world a word. I know the Thunder was talking a lot of spec after after their game three win, but Damian Lillard did less talking and more playing, and he really took it to Russell Westbrook this series. He really did from start to finish. But the to conclude sweep radios sports topic of today, um, Luke Walton again a woman uh, delayed the allegations for two years. But she she recently came out and said that Luke Walton sexually assaulted her again. This is two years, two years for her to speak up. And Luke Walton now has allegations, even though he is the new Kings coach. Um, I don't really know how I feel about that right now. I'm not going to give my honest opinion about it right now, because, again, I understand why sometimes it takes a while for girls to speak up. But the the timing is kind of a little bit fishy because Luke Walton literally just got signed a big deal, and now she's coming out and talking to him. She didn't come out at all while he was coaching the Lakers, but the second Luke Walton makes some money, now she wants to come out. So I'm I'm not going to really comment on that. I'm just kind of I'm I feel like the situation is a little weird, but I see why it also would take someone two years to speak up, especially if you were sexually assaulted, because again, it, it, it's, it drains a lot. It takes a lot out of you mentally when you, when you are sexually assaulted. So there's two sides to every story, but I just think that the timing is a little bit weird because again, Luke Walton just got signed and he just got paid a lot of money. But what do you guys think about all of this? Feel free to call into the station. I got to do a search radio with Josh Sanchez. I talk about hockey, baseball, basketball, MLB, you name it, I got it. But you're listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Stick around for Swoop Radio's mental health topic of the day. Hey everyone, welcome back to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. For my first segment of today's show, I recorded it yesterday. I talked about Damian Lillard. I also talked about Uh, The NHL playoffs, obviously a quick little update. The Clippers won game five in Golden State. Lou Williams had 33 points off the bench. Kevin Durant had a playoff career high 45, but the Warriors were just slacking on defense and the Clippers forced a game six and everyone thought that the series was over after five games, but the Clippers showed everyone that you cannot take this team lightly. If they're going to go out, they're going to go out on a bang and golden state now has to go to LA now to take on the Clippers in game six, the rockets, they took care of business last night and the Carolina hurricanes, they upsetted the Washington capitals in double overtime. So that just shows you uh, what's going on in the sporting world uh, from yesterday. But for my mental health topic of today, I'm going to talk about coping with a loss. So like the concept of grief, um, what happens is when people lose a loved one, um, they, they become stressed. Um, they end up like really missing other uh, loved one, depending on the significance of the person in your life is going to determine like the impact of your mental health towards that person. And, and according to MentalHealthAmerica.net, um, what you, what should you expect when you do lose a loved one, when death takes place? You're gonna experience a wide range range of emotions. Um, you're gonna go through denial, disbelief, confusion, shock, sadness, a yearning, anger, humiliation, despair, guilt. These are all the feelings that you are going to feel uh, once you lose a loved one. Because as great as life is, we come on this earth, we live, and eventually one day we die. And you have, and people have to realize that. Um, just because someone is dead does not mean that they are not with you in spirit and they're not there with you, uh, just because they're not there with you physically does not mean that they are not there with you spiritually. But, um, and it's very hard, especially when you lose that special someone, you lose a mother or you lose a father, you lose someone that was very significant, which to you, it's going to take time to heal. And During that process, again, you're going to go through denial. First, you're going to try and deny everything that's going on. You're going to deny the loss. You're going to say, oh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's, it's just another day. But eventually, you have to realize and people have to realize that <clears throat> the situation that you're experiencing is going to be very difficult. When you experience a loss, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck hard. It's going to kick you in the butt sometimes. Sometimes you're just going to sit there and you're just going to cry because you're so upset. But with time, time becomes your best friend in this situation. With time, you realize all the impact the person had in your life, but it also makes you realize, how can I grow and use what I learned from the loss of my loved one to become successful? and eventually with time you end up gaining independence you end up realizing that this person may have done a lot for you but now it's time to grow up and it's time for you to create your own path and again with time i'm going to i'm going to continue to say with time during this topic because whenever you deal with a tragedy or whenever you deal with a loss time becomes your best friend it may be a slow long and dragged process but with time you turn from denying everything and you turn from mourning the loss to embracing the loss and still recognizing that it's there and it's always going to be there but also living your own life as well because grief is hard grief is one of the most like sad topics to talk about when you talk about grief a lot of people become emotional and they and they tense up because yeah it's it's a huge um mental health topic to talk about and but once you overcome the denial phase and you overcome the grief and you overcome all that, then you're, you get, you become more comfortable with talking about it. And once you're able to talk about your loss and talk about what you experience, that'll make your mental health grow and help you to go through the mental health processes again of setting goals, um, positive self-talk and motivating yourself to look into the future because life always goes on no matter we're just, we're just people that are just living in this space. That's going to continue to change, continue to grow, whether or not we are in this space or not. We are always, we're just here for, we're here to live for a short period of time, enjoy life. And then once we die out, life continues, life goes on. And if you let a loss of a loved one get the best of you and let it derail the rest of your life, because that's hap- That happens a lot then the life that you live is going to be affected by it as well. And again, we're only on this earth for a short period of time. It may be a hundred years for some people. It might only be 10 years for some people. Some people die even at childbirth. But, But going through the process, having that special someone to talk to about it, getting it out of your chest will help you overcome grief and overcome dealing with a major loss. If you keep everything inside of you and you don't talk about it, that's when you're going to eventually explode. And no one wants to see someone explode. It's not healthy and it's not the healthy way of talking about and expressing your feelings and understanding where your feelings are coming from. Taking time to reflect and understand the loss of your loved one. It's going to take time. Realizing that it's going to take time. But again, time will be your best friend in this situation. So whether or not you're going through a loss of a child you're going through a loss of a loved one a spouse a mother a parent a brother a sister it's good to seek out you got to seek out caring people express your feelings to that person taking care of your health getting your body right um going to school um accept that life is for the living um take time to just focus on yourself don't do any crazy challenge do don't do anything crazy in terms of lifestyle changes. Continue to do what makes you happy, and just be patient because with time, again with time, you will overcome anything. So those are the couple steps with handling with grief. Grief again, I will repeat them one more time: seeking out that caregiver, having someone to talk to, and getting ever getting your emotions and understanding your feelings and getting them out of your chest. That's what you have to do. Take care of your health Don't don't turn to drugs to solve the problem All that's going to do is make uh, Make you even It's going to make you a worse person It's going to make you dependent on drugs in order to be happy And that's not healthy Postpone major life changes Just stick to the basics Back to the basics There's the rap songs called Back to the Basics Stick to the basics of your life Continue to do things that make you happy Don't do anything crazy and don't do any lifestyle changes Be patient And get therapy help if you need it. Those are the steps of handling with grief, according to mentalhealthamerica.net. And of course, um, going through and talking about it in the podcasting world. um, Obviously, we we all have had loved ones pass away for those who experienced it. It is a very, very hard and very, very draining process um, to overcome. But be strong and, and take life day by day. And you will realize once you overcome it, you will feel stronger than you've ever been. What do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, and on the Anchor app. I am also, special announcement, I am also joining my best friends John Williams and Pat Valio. We're doing another podcast on Anchor called Broad Street I gotta double check what it's called as I pull up my messages. It is called. <laughs> it is called Broad Street. I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's called Broad. Uh, it's called Broad Street with Philly Sports or something like that. We're talking about strictly Philly sports. We did our first episode yesterday. It's on Anchor, and it's going to be on Apple Podcast soon. But I'm excited. I'm, we're gonna do that on every Monday. Mondays, we are going to do that from, I don't know. I can't give you a set time. But check me out on Instagram at S-A-N-N underscore C-H-E-Z-Z and on the Swoop Radio's account at Swoop Radio underscore. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. This is Josh signing off. Swoop!